welcome to Captivate and Close. I'm Kinsey Mackis, business consultant and marketing strategist, and I'm going to show you how to attract and enroll high-paying clients using my breakthrough online marketing strategies, all without having to rely on complicated funnels, disingenuous clickbait, or spammy sales tactics. These are the messaging, marketing, and selling secrets that virtually no one is talking about. So let's dive in. Hey you, welcome back to another episode of Captivate and Close. I have a really, really special audio for you today, and it is an interview with some of our current clients. Um, All of them started with Um, inside of our 10k content collective program some of them have evolved into our female founders board but this conversation that Jenny and I led together is just so beautiful I want you to really pay attention to the different um, niches that these women serve their stories in relation to their journey the fear that they've had to really lean into what they've had to overcome in order to create the results that they've created and really the power of stepping into your true brilliance. It is just so amazing. It's hard to put into words how Jenny and I even felt after speaking with these women. It was a a huge reminder of why we do what we do. And I think you are going to be able to get so much from this. You're going to feel so empowered Um, by listening to these stories and I know that there's so much that you're going to be able to relate to and also really see what's possible for you and what what you what happens when you step into again your greatest potential so buckle up because this is a good one there we go happy Thursday everybody Good morning. Good morning. Are we live? Are we in the right we spot? We are live. And you guys, we're so excited for social hour today because we have three awesome guests that we know you needed to hear their stories. They are crushing it in business. They are doing so many amazing things and they're just awesome women. So we're super excited to bring them on and, and share with you a little bit about what changes when you really step into your messaging, a really great offer and having the confidence to move forward with your business as an expert. Boom. Okay. Let's go. Ahead All right. Let's let these. If you guys are just joining us live, say, Hey, below, if you are catching the replay, comment replay below. Um, good morning, my friends. Hey, Jen. Hey, Daria. Good to see you. Sorry for the delay, you guys. We were, why, why is tech not my friend still after all these years? I just don't understand why, why can't tech and I be friends? Okay. (laughs) Just (laughs) Anyway, good morning. Good morning. You'd be good at so many things. So I know, I know. It's like, okay, I can't be perfect at everything. Okay, guys. All right, let's put Megan in here. Good morning, guys. Thank you for being here with us. So we're actually streaming in the Facebook group right now. And Mm -hmm. also we're hi Megan. We're recording this. We're doing like all the things. Look at me managing multifaceted uh here. So um Oh, good. Everybody's faces are showing. This is great. All right. Welcome. Jenny, do you want to kick us off? Yeah. All right. So you guys, we're thank you all for coming on. We're so excited. You guys are all doing such amazing things, but we just, we love you guys. We wanted you to come on and share a little bit about your stories and how you, what you do, number one, and how you're doing it in a way 
that's producing um, amazing results for your business, but also your clients and yourselves in your lives. So if let's just roundhouse, Daria, will you go first and tell us a little bit about you and what you do? Sure. Yeah. Thank you so much. Um, I should say that before I started working with both of you guys in your program, this question would have horrified me. So I love being able to answer this very simply. Um, So what I do is I help plant-based athletes gain physical and emotional strength through super simplified training and nutrition strategies that give them a more confident edge. And I do that through my group coaching program called the Green Athlete Game Plan. And um, the the work that we do is actually really, really exciting because um, the everyday plant-based athletes I work with, they end up going through this program and learning how to create their own meal plans, their own three-month workout program. And then on top of that, they're able to move through a lot of the limited beliefs and a lot of the emotional obstacles that so often hold athletes back. Um, I found that a lot of them know what to do. They just don't really trust themselves to be able to move forward and do it. Um, And they're getting triggered so often. So, um, so a bulk of my program is, 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 you know, the purpose of it is to help them navigate through that. And then to answer the last part of your question, how does that help me in my own life? You can only imagine how that helps me in my own life because I think all of us here as entrepreneurs, we also kind of know what to do, but the real growth comes from learning how to trust that we know what to do, move forward boldly, stop listening to other people and um, stop you know, letting outside sources affect our performance as coaches. So just being able to move other people through that process has made me able to move through that process a little faster and a little more simpler as well. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much for sharing all that. And I love that. That last piece that you said too about like knowing what to do, but it's like kind of having all these things and trying to make them work. And so when you kind of unlock that process, which is different for all of us, right? But it's having those steps and knowing how to take them in that order that you had. What I love too, is that you have a really unique and niche down person that you're working with, which is so awesome. And you guys can just hear her fire for it. Like, like the energy for it is so incredible. And I think that is what that's such a big piece of, of falling into what you're really called to do. So it's, it's awesome. Thank you for sharing that. Okay. Um, Megan, let's go to you next. Will you share about you? Yes. Hello. My name is Megan. I am an improv coach, an award-winning comedian and an award-winning author. Um, I help organizations and individuals turn their yeah, but problems into yes and solutions um, through the use of improv and humor, particularly in the workplace and with personal development. Um, And I don't know, I'm like, I'm usually like, oh, I could tell like a bazillion gazillion things about it because it's been a very long journey to refine the messaging and to define um, particular niches because it really applies to so many things. Um, but at the end of the day, what it always comes back to is like two little words. Uh, it's a mindset thing. It's an action item. It is uh, a way of living life in a forward manner. Um, so yeah, it's basically my whole 15 plus year career of performance and comedy and how it relates to our human connection and having a a lot more effective strategy with just two simple words. 
Yeah, I love that. And bringing in that humor component is one of my favorite things that you do too. And how it, it every single person's industry that translates in its own way. And so you're bringing that to people too. So tell us a little bit about how uh, Yes And has helped you in the last couple of months in your business really take it to that next level. It's been really amazing in the past few months to finally like just lean all the way in because honestly, one of my biggest hurdles in building a business is that it was very much on the side for a long time. Mm -hmm. Um, When I started doing improv as a hobby, I was a branch manager for a bank. And so I was managing people and money all day and also really angry customers. And that was my role. Um, And so all of those rules and tools that I learned to kind of balance out all these like really perfect takeaways for how I actually was able to use them is finally now coming into fruition, even though it's challenging as, as business owners, sometimes we can talk about what we're passionate about, but it's hard to really articulate it. So someone knows how we can serve them. And as much as I can like tell people with passion, what I do um, just in these past few months, it's been really nice to hear outside perspective from women who are, I can trust and who are in the, the thick of it to help point out and refine what that messaging is um, to just be even more effective. Like all these different things I've dabbled in are just finally so much more streamlined. And I only do this. I don't have day job that I fall back on anymore. And it's not a dabbling thing. It's a, this, this is what I'm doing until the day I die. So (laughs) hopefully that answered your question. I'm just, yes, it did. It's so great. And I think that that speaks to so many women too, who like, are there, right? Like, I don't want this to be my side thing. And we, there's so many women too, even in our programs, right? That you guys have talked to, that we've talked to, that we've coached, that it's like, so many people think, oh, that's sweet. You have a little business. So tell me about, you know, like, oh, but tell me about your job. Cause obviously that's more important. And it's like, how do you step into that? So I love that you're such a beautiful example of how, how that can really work out for a person when you go for it, when you say yes and to yourself. So awesome. Thank you. I want to share one. I was going to share one little quick thing. I had a Facebook memory the other day because I actually have been self-employed for the most part for the last six plus years with just a little kind of project uh, that was a day job for a bit. But one of my Facebook memories came up that said like three different conversations in a row that I had where I told people I'm a comedian and an improv coach. And they're like, cool. And they're like, so what do you do for work? And that was when I was in I'm like, that is what I do for work. And so I was realizing even back then and just that reminder that I'm like, man, like we have to really take our business seriously. I take comedy very seriously. And then when people really start, like we need to also treat it like this is the business. Mm -hmm. And then that starts to just kind of help it translate more to the people that are listening instead of being like, oh, that sounds like a fun hobby. Like, no, this is is what I do. Such a good point. Such a good point. Yeah. Awesome. Jen, will you share about what you do? Who you help? Hi. I will do that. I will come off mute. (laughs) So thanks to uh, Ayelet and Kinsey and Jenny, I know that I create results for professional women over 40 who are getting off the pill or going into the change. I help them lose weight and balance their hormones and fix the crazies and just really help them feel healthy, sexy, strong, and confident using a program that I have uh, christened Fatigue to Fabulous. Oh, wow. 
Yeah. And, and I really relate to what Megan was saying earlier about how she felt like her space was very broad. Um, one of the things that has helped me so much in this program so far is really dialing into my niche and really understanding who I want to serve because using nutrition and detoxing and stress protocols, everybody eats but not everybody is the right client for me. And so I had tried that since I started my entrepreneurial journey in 2014 and I was trying to serve everybody. And that just led to uh, a lot of problems and a lot of disappointments and a lot of wasted time, I think. So really understanding that key principle that, you know, dialing down, right? Go small and go deep is really the best way to go fast. So it's, you know, how people say sometimes you have to slow down to speed up. That's what I had to do. I had to take that step back. I really had to dial into my ICA because I had thought I had done it a few years back because I thought my ICA, my ideal client is me, right? Woman over 40 wants to lose some weight, but my story changed and I hadn't really been focused on my ICA before, even though I thought I knew who she was. Now I feel like I have a more coherent strategy and message and that I'm really learning the principles of how to take my message and find the right people and serve them confidently like I know I can versus before just worrying about, I don't know, Kinsey, I think you mentioned it on a, on a podcast a few weeks ago, you know, learning TikTok and learning reels and learning this, that is a distraction. You have to learn who you're talking to and what you need to say and how you can attract them and serve them. And then you can decide wherever you want to be. So that that's really been such an eye opener for me as I've gone through this. And I feel like I'm just going to, I'm just going to rocket ship. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So many good points in there. So many good points in there. And I, the whole, like, I thought I had it dialed in, but like, I think a lot of people are there. Will you guys speak to and go ahead and unmute yourselves. And you guys, I kind of want to just roundhouse some questions with you guys. If you, if you're open to it is what was it like to go from feeling either too broad or the fear of narrowing down too much? Because I think what a lot of women are like, I don't want to get too specific. What if I leave out somebody or what if nobody wants this or, you know, what fears, if any, did you guys have that you had to work through in order to be able to dial in? Like you all mentioned, I'm happy to go ahead and just jump in um, if that's okay. Yeah. So, so it's so funny because I always joke that I used to try and talk to, um, you know, right now I work with plant-based athletes. Like I was trying to talk to anybody that had ever like eaten a carrot or looked at a dumbbell. Like (laughs) it was, and, um, you know, and, and I was trying to speak to people of all different ages. And, and for me, it was hard because like, we know that there are not a lot of um, people that are specifically plant-based. And then we also know that the number of people who consider that consider themselves to be athletes, just even smaller than that. So I was really, really worried that um, I was going to be leaving people out and that I wasn't, and and actually that I wasn't going to be able to have as big of an impact as I wanted to have, like forget money. I was all about helping as many people as possible. But then I kind of realized that the more and more I was able to talk to one person, um, well, actually, let me say that something that that Kinsey helped me um, uh, with was, was finding this premium version of my client. 
And I realized that the premium version of my client was not somebody that had looked at a dumbbell or eaten a carrot. It was somebody that actually had, um, had been, you know, training already, not necessarily somebody that struggled to get motivated, but somebody that struggled to kind of figure out exactly what the, what the right kind of exercises were for them. And someone that was trying to really fine tune their nutrition. So in accepting that, in accepting the fact that I needed to speak to somebody um, that was a little bit more, a little bit further along in their journey, that really helped me gain the confidence in getting more specific because if you're a little bit further along in your journey um, of working out, you probably call yourself an everyday athlete. And if you're a little bit further along in your nutrition journey, um, then you're probably, you know, somewhere along the plant-based spectrum. So just accepting that and hearing Kinsey's coaching, um, you know, week in and week out about this, this premium version of your client, someone that's actually going to spend money on what you provide really helped me get over that fear and really helped me dial in into my message and talk to one person in particular. So now not only am I actually appealing to plant-based athletes, but I'm appealing to people that that really want to be plant-based athletes. So it doesn't even matter that they're not necessarily plant-based athletes yet, but they're just so moved by my ability to be very specific and very targeted that they're like, maybe I do want to be a plant-based athlete. So I, that's so good. And, and I think the one thing that you, that is really sticking out to me from that is how it's like, because you narrowed down and you're very specific about who you're talking to, you're actually attracting people that might not be in that realm because, not because they're a perfect fit, but because they want to be in there. So I think that's a really important nugget. Thank you for sharing and that. I think there is, this is so good. I think um, for, there's something that you said there is like, it, when you're that, when you're that specific and your energy is there within that space, that conviction draw is very magnetic. And so rather than sort of broad, the vagueness, sort of like the vanilla, this is what I like when I think of, you know, mainstream marketing, it's just kind of like same, same. But when you like get so deep, like you said, Jen, like you go deep and you have that depth in your messaging, it truly is magnetic. So you're going to attract even people that they're like, oh, I wouldn't really consider this, but maybe I'm now. And also I just want to be in Daria's world. She's freaking amazing. <laughs> but right. it's yeah. more yeah. fun to talk to that person too. Literally yeah. the call that I had, because I have a goal about how many offers I'm putting out this week. I'm halfway there to 30,000. So, but the person I talked to right before I got on here, she was literally perfection. If I could have sprinkled fairy dust on my desk and said, this is the person I want to talk to. It was her. And I think you're going to alleviate so many problems. Like, I don't want to talk to a plant-based athlete. If I get somebody like that, I'm going to send them to Daria, right? Because that's her expertise. If she gets a hormonal woman who's feeling crazy, hopefully she's sent her to me, right? So that person, that experience, because that's when you can lean into your expertise. That's when you know the person really wants to hear it. And, and the whole, you, all the other problems, all the other issues, they really just kind of don't even surface if you're talking to the right person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love that. I snaps. I know. <laughs> I think for me, it's been everything here. Oh, go ahead, Megan. I was just gonna say for me, it's been an interesting journey of like a combination of FOMO and also like 
um, not really having made the decision myself because over the span of how long I've been teaching improv in some capacity, it's over a decade and in all different capacities, like people are always like, oh, you should do this or you should do this or could you come do this? So I have tried it in all ways, shapes and forms with youth groups to church groups to leadership retreats to whatever, like all these different years of things. And had successes to varying degrees. And so I kept being like, well, if I don't say yes to this thing, what if that's the magic bullet that makes it be like, this is my clear vision. And so it's been very difficult, um, that, but inspiring for me to go, oh, because when I'm in my flow, then I'm like, oh, I want to stay in my flow. So like, I was a couple minutes late jumping on here because I just got off of a client call and I was like, oh crap, we're running over. I got to go. But it was with one where... I, I love public speaking, being on stage as a performer is my favorite thing. And of course that has people asking me about helping them with their public speaking, which honestly didn't even dawn on me until fairly recently that I could help people with their stuff. And so now I'm three weeks away from finishing with my 12 week accelerator with my current client and her speech is coming together so magically and the branding emphasis and like what swag is she going to have that people are going to do, you know, like all those components, which I'm just like, I'm so good at seeing like someone's vision and going, here's how we get all those pieces. And with all the performance um, experience, like just seeing how these improv lessons apply in this space is just like, Oh, so it's hard to like pry your uh, white knuckling, you know, of like, okay. Cause I know, I still know I can do these other things, but I need that consistency of this is, I know this is something I can just 100% bank on every time. And then when you're in that flow, then you can just gather some other things as you go and then, you know, reincorporate some of the other things that are very much passion projects for me. Um, but yeah, it's just like, it's like a, a opposing forces almost. It's like, because we don't want to miss out. And yet we're holding ourselves back when we keep being like, okay, yeah, I can do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It's the, it's the squirrely brain. Yeah. Have you guys, I'm sure anybody here can 100% resonate with like the shiny object or the squirrel. And I think we talk about this a lot. Like it's those things that will stall out that momentum. And while like as creatives, like we want to be able to create and we want to be able to experiment with, experiment with new things. But at the end of the day, like you have to go back to the, the roadmap that you know will lead you to where you want to go. And I think you guys are all like perfect examples of um, women who are um, committed to the destination. And I think where I, what I love about you guys is it's not about taking perfect action. And I would love for you guys to explain I think it's a lot of messy action, right? It's like, I think Megan, you said it beautifully. It was like, I know I need to go back to this, but even within that, a lot of you guys have been stretched, right? Your identity is growing, evolving. You guys are evolving into, um, you know, newer, bigger versions of yourselves and really like claiming your brilliance very, very boldly. Um, and if you guys don't see that, we're just like watching this, like, it's just like really fun to watch. But I think it's not because you guys are like, perfect, like doing, like taking these perfect steps that are super fun and safe. And I think I would love for you guys to talk about what messy action looks like, what it's felt like, um, and maybe even the evolution or like what the journeys felt like in sort of starting to evolve um, into that bigger version of yourselves. Can I take that one first? Because Jenny helped me out about three weeks ago on a Mindset Monday call where I had breakdown slash breakthrough. (laughs) 
<laughs> where I, 20 years in corporate America, you know, top company, very tough, very male dominated industrial industry. That's my background. So I was very much type A, very driven, not a lot of soft fluffiness. I mean, I was schooled from the time I was 21 by men who are very domineering over me. That was my personality. And I have been struggling in my entrepreneurial journey for this because I think all the personal development and all the well-roundedness and being, how do I say this? Even like a kinder, gentler, more confident version of myself, allowing myself to have fun, allowing myself to have pink in my branding colors because I like pink, darn it. And so I'm going to, but I think what Jenny helped me uncover is that I was holding myself back and feeling less confident because I didn't feel like I could succeed in this new identity to the level that I had before, because I'm a complete, I'm a very different person now, very different married when I was single. Um, you know, I was Catholic. Now I'm Jewish. You know, I'm a <laughs> professional. Now I'm an entrepreneur. I'm this totally different person. So how do you, how do you wrap yourself all around that and still have confidence? Because I firmly believe that my confidence, which some people, I tell them this and they're like, are you crazy? What are you talking about? You're so confident train wreck in here. So understanding that I can take these steps and embrace every piece of this journey that I'm on to be successful as my new person with my new targeted client, with my new messaging, with all the expertise I know that I have, I can do this, but I needed so much this group and not just y'all as, as, as our, as our, you know, instructors and mentors and guides and coaches, but I need Daria and I need Megan and I need Kristen and I need all the other people in this group because I finally feel like I'm in the right place where I can have these messy conversations out loud and get some really good feedback because this is not easy, but like somebody said yesterday, Kinsey, in the last part of that call yesterday, you have to love this journey. And I sat back and I listened to you coach somebody else. And I said, yes, because if you don't, what the heck are you doing here? Because it gets ugly and messy and terrifying, but it's also wonderful and exhilarating. And, and I know all of us can get there if we just truly embrace the change. Who are you, like an ale at sales script? Are you willing to change who you are to get the results that you want to have? Boom, you have to be. And I'm telling you, Jenny, since that call, it's been a totally different person on my on my sales calls. I'm getting, so, I haven't signed any more clients yet, but I'm having some amazing prospecting sessions and I'm really getting the message out there. So thank you so much. Amazing, amazing testimony. Well, and I think too, like you're saying, like that translates into that messy, I don't have to, every post doesn't have to be perfect. Every, I don't oh. always have to like nail and nobody cares and nobody, nobody is cares. watching. Nobody's like, oh, she put the apostrophe at the wrong spot or the, that message didn't totally look right. Or she only got 15 likes, like nothing. Like when you can drop that, like you're saying, and you step into like, I love this journey. I'm permitting myself to be good at this the way that I want to be. Like I can feel your fire with that. And, and we can't, right? Like you're saying, it's like, it ripples out. So thank you for sharing that energy. I'm like, Jack, now. But Daria and I still love to have our post reviewed. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and yeah. it's funny you say that. It's funny you say that, Jen. I want to like kind of marry what you were saying, Jenny, and what you're saying, Jen, in that like this idea of being per like perfect doesn't exist. Mm -hmm. If you're an entrepreneur, 
trying to be perfect, you're just going to be miserable. Like, so once I think once you start to accept the fact that perfection is an illusion, is a destination that you will never get to, that you shouldn't even be trying to get to, because for I think really what we're all trying to do is, um, you know, hone our message, really, you know, work on evolving as entrepreneurs, as women, as people. And and once you let go that perfect or perfection is, is even real, I, I think that that's when the magic starts to happen. And Jenny, that is something that you have taught me as well. You know, like, okay, if things don't go according to plan, like, okay, like, are things still going? Okay, then they're still going. And I think, you know, back to what Jen was saying about stepping outside of your comfort zone, at the end of the day, I tell my coach friends this all the time. I tell them like, your 80% is better than, than the 100% of a lot of other people who are trying to do what you're doing. And that's, and you know, like, and it's all about what Kinsey has taught us in terms of like stepping into our unique brilliance. Like it's okay to give 80% because chances are you can still make a huge impact. You can still change someone's life with that post. Even if they don't click the like button, you can still help people at 80%. And I know all of us here are in the business of helping people and changing lives. So we're almost, I think, doing people a disservice by believing perfection exists and believing that our 80% isn't good enough when our 80% is like, honestly, the 200% of most people out there. So, so, so good. So freaking good. Yeah. Perfectionism is also the best way to procrastinate. Like, I'm getting so much ready over here. You guys just wait. It's going to be amazing. It might take me five. You know what I mean? And then that, then that time comes and you step out and you're like, oh, 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 I have to do more of this. Like, So I love everything you just said, because it's like, yeah, it's about stepping out there. And like Kinsey says, like you were just saying, like that unique brilliance needs you to not try and be perfect. It's not unique perfection for perfection. It's unique brilliance, right? It comes out in those like, things that we, that we might not even identify, but like, it makes us who we are. So I love that. I love that. I think I, I want to, um, also, I just love, I love this so much. I'm just like, where am I? I just want to keep, I, know. But, um, I, I, I definitely resonate Jen with your story. And like, I spent so long in the corporate field with the majority of men being somebody that I wasn't. And I spent more, I spent so much energy. I wasted so much energy, um, analyzing, overanalyzing everything I did and said, because I was measuring against a version of myself that did not exist. And so, and, you know, it's, it's easy for me to look back and realize that was happening because now I, you know, that hindsight, Um, but I know a lot of women can't see that for themselves yet. And so, um, what I I would be, and Megan, I want you to definitely speak to messy action, but also like, even what encouragement would you have for women that may be, um, feeling like they need to be more ready to pursue their dreams. They need to have more things to do the thing. They need to be more experienced, have more education, have more yada, 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 right. All the things I, um, what, what would your, um, what would your words of encouragement be for it, for them? Cause I think this, I think we've all been here in some capacity. Um, but I think you, again, you guys have been such good examples of what that looked like, but, um, I would love even for you, Megan, to round out on the, the messy action too, and, and what that's been like for you. 
Yeah, so I'm going to make a quick little note. So I will come back to your question that you also just teed up um, as far as that readiness. But with messy action, this might possibly be where I feel like I have a little bit of an advantage in life is because in improv, what I learned in performance is that we play with no script there in life. Newsflash is unscripted. We just trust the process. So anytime I went in, into a stage performance, we had a general framework of rules. And as long as every improviser is playing by the exact same rules, we don't need anything else. We grab a quick audience suggestion. Oh, we're going to make a scene about stinky feet. Okay. Like that's what we just were given by an audience. So then we step out on stage only with the confidence that we're both there working together with the same general framework. Um, and so I learned from that space of performance that like embracing the fact that it's unscripted um, and having joy in that, like unlocking creativity comes so much more naturally when you take out expectations and limitations, like asking more questions of what's possible. And in that performance realm, it's like, oh, well, if that idea was just suggested and that's what's now true on stage, then what else is true? It forever opens up innovation and idea sparking and just all sorts of really cool things to know that at the end of the scene, our goal was just to make people laugh. And we only got to the laugh by listening to each other, meeting each other where we were at right in that scene, adding what we knew to build with it. It was just this team effort. And as that connection happened, just like we do when we're coaching people, when we are connecting and we're really listening and then we're contributing with what we can contribute, we both win together. And, and it's not because we did this exact path. None of my coaching clients have been anywhere near even the same exact deliverable, which has been a little confusing for me to some degree in the marketing part, but it's also like, no, like this is my, the, the chaos is actually kind of my sweet spot. Just as long as I still follow my exact same 10 improv principles that are going to be in the 12 weeks, then I can kind of pull in all those other things. Right. So just like Kinsey has said before, you know, I'm kind of relating several of the things that I'm hearing here is choosing your hard. So I can relate to Kinsey with the whole corporate thing. While I was doing performance and comedy on the weekends, I was doing bank management, which was, guess what, led by stodgy white guys. Then I went from that to FEMA grant management for FEMA stuff uh, nationwide. Also, the lots of old white guys in our government um, that were over those things. And so I was like trying to fit myself into these things, which I could only do to a certain extent. So fitting in that way or being like, I'm gonna just uncomfortably try yes and makes us go i want to do that and there's got to be a way to do it what is the option and to fail faster by yes anding things as quick as you can so you learn more pulling that all kind of to the next layer then what do people do need to do to be more ready i don't know if any of us ever feel ready i mean to some degree i do but i still like the excitement of what's possible and so one of the things that I accepted a long time ago was I may not be the very best seasoned improviser in the world. I have performed with and watched some like incredibly talented performers. And I also know I know way more than people who have only ever watched a show or haven't even I can't even believe it. But there's been times I've been like doing a speech and people have never heard of yes and and I'm like, well, I know those two words and what they mean to me. That these people don't know yet. And so remembering that where you're at right now, you you've learned these things at this point. And some people have not learned that yet, just like you were already back here and you're moving forward. So that's just the most fun part of it is 
like trying, seeing where you're at and then being very aware. Like I love self-awareness to revisit and go, where has the growth happened and what is potentially, you know, the potential for the future and constantly like reevaluating things so that you can be really honest with yourself, continue to ask for help where you need it. And then really start to drill in like what you are able to do for people, um, wherever that next step is at, you just get to always be right where you're at. Oh, good. It's so good. I was looking in the Facebook feed while you were talking. Ann Watson, who's another one of our awesome 10K lines, she wrote Ready is a Lie, which is just exactly what you're saying. You know, it's like we want to feel ready, but it's like we you can't fit into somebody else's idea of what success is. And I think that this too is where when you're setting out to be a coach in the entrepreneurial space, which are, you know, coaching an entrepreneur, not necessarily the same thing. You have to wear two different hats and we talk about that, but, but a lot of times people look out and they're like, well, this person's doing it like that. So I need to be fill in the blank. This person's doing it like that. And there's a difference between inspiration and, and like picking ideas from places and trying to change who you are. And so what you were just saying, Megan is so powerful because it's not about like, I gotta be like these old white guys more, right? Even though there's that feeling there when you're in corporate or like Kinsey was saying too. And so you to have that freedom as an entrepreneur is fantastic, but it also can freak people out sometimes. And so it's about, you know, going back to what Daria was saying, like, you just do it. You just go. And Jen too, it was just like, you know what? I'm going to be what I feel like is coming out and I'm not going to label it. I'm not going to make it be anything else. So Jen and, and Daria, what do you have? What's coming up for you guys on that? I- I would love to chime in really quickly to say I totally agree with everything that you're saying, Megan. And um, Jenny, what you've really helped me with is this idea that oftentimes we feel like we're not ready and not being ready is the problem. But in reality, I'm putting on my Jenny hat right now. In reality, not being ready isn't actually the problem. The problem is how we feel about not being ready. The problem, the anxiety really comes up, um, not as, you know, really manifests itself in a way that um, forces us to try and take that feeling of not being ready and like hammer it away or hide it. When really, I think what we have to do is, um, is understand that not feeling ready isn't the problem. The problem is the anxiety that's created by wanting that feeling to go away. When in reality, what we should be doing is, um, is, is identifying that feeling when it comes up, kind of naming it, kind of laughing about it. This is something that someone has taught me, like telling ourselves like, oh, isn't, isn't that cute? That's our little voice in the back of our head coming up and telling us we're not ready. So I actually think that if we change our relationship to the way that we handle feelings of not being ready, instead of trying to be ready, instead of trying for that, that readiness to exist. Um, to me, that's something that has changed the way that I view everything. And it's allowed me to kind of just like ride the wave of not being ready and really not caring because my relationship to not being ready is, is totally different now. I just look at it and laugh like, oh, there's that limited belief coming up again. And, um, and I think there's also something to be said about the fact that um, what we're all doing is is leading the way for our clients. Our clients will never feel ready either. But what we're doing as entrepreneurs is um, is kind of like we're carrying the torch and we're leading the way and we're moving forward and we're taking the hard steps and we're navigating feelings of not being ready so that it's easier 
for us to coach our clients to that as well. So I, I wanted to bring that point to the table too. So, so good. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and I'm like, so good. I'm like, I don't, I keep like jumping in. I don't want to... to... Yeah. And I think that gives us a really good visual. I think for everybody, a reminder that the, the change you're creating for yourselves isn't just about you. It's like what you're modeling with your clients, whether indirectly or directly. And I think as not just entrepreneurs, but women in the entrepreneur space there, we just have such a huge opportunity to model what's possible when you bust through, when you bust through those limiting beliefs, when you decide that you are ready right now, when you decide to claim your brilliance, like what happens? Like we believe the world shifts when a woman claims her when a woman claims her brilliance, like 100%. And we, we of course, want to spearhead that. And all of you have your own mission in which when, when this thing changes, right, there's this ripple effect in the world. And I think that alone can really pull you out of the weeds of like, oh my gosh, my reel's not getting enough views. And like, my email's not getting enough open rates. And like, girl, like you're a change agent, right? Like we're change agents. Like who cares about the open rates or whatever? Like really gives you just that sense of like, wow, like this is what I'm here to do. And I don't really want to worry about the little things. It's so good. One thing I would add to that, I was that person that I didn't want to do this because I didn't have the certification yet. Oh, speak to that. That girl. I was that girl. Ayolette and I had the most difficult conversation in December. (laughs) (laughs) And then luckily I pulled my head out of my butt and in February I was here. But um, I had already planned to, because I started my, all my nutrition information was self-taught because of the health transformation I had at 40. And then I got into the entrepreneurial stage through network marketing with a company called Isogenics, which is great. And it's fine. And I knew a lot, but then thinking about charging $3,000 for a program that I did. And who am I to do that? I'm not a dietitian. I'm not a nutritionist. Oh my gosh, no. Why would I do this? So I had already made the decision to enroll in a really great holistic health program. And I'm in that now, but I wasn't going to join this until after I finished that. And then luckily I smartened up and said, no, I can. So I'm doing both. And (laughs) it's been time challenging, but that's okay. I love it. But here's the thing. Nobody's ever asked me what my certification was. Just like Kenzie said, nobody asked her, does she have a degree in that? You know, whatever. Nobody's (laughs) ever asked me that. Nobody's ever asked me my background. My, the information I'm putting out there, how I speak to my program, how I ask their questions, how I engage with them and listen and help draw out hidden fears or challenges or goals that my people have. That's what they care about. So doing this program for me now was about number one, learning marketing and sales fundamentals that I never learned within my network marketing organization, which, Hey, I love, I love the products. I still use them, but I never learned that fundamental sales and marketing. And so I adore getting that here. The other part that I absolutely love is the fact that, you know, to Megan and Darius point, (laughs) so much about what I'm, making light bulbs just go off in my clients' minds. It's like, I think it's like the smallest thing, but to them, it's totally rocking their world and it's making a huge difference on how they're going to achieve their goals. So don't be that person (laughs) that thinks they have to wait because you already know enough to make a difference in somebody's lives. And yes, damn it, you should be paid for it. 
And that goes right with like, you are ready. And I think it's, you should be paid for it. And like, the more you get paid, the bigger the value it is for a person, the more they're getting out of it. Like that is, that is just like the law of how it goes. And I love that too, because it's like, it's, you're ready now. And yes, go get the training. I will always be learning and acquiring, but not because I need it to be good enough. And so I love that distinction that you made there. And and I think it just elevates everybody and everything when it's like, I'm here and and I want to help you be here too. And I I love that too, because like Kinsey has her MBA and we talk about it, but like asked asked. and like, but I, I think I brag on her more than anything else. Because I'm like, it's so awesome. I kind of wish I had one, but like at the end of the day, it's not, you know, those things that make us how, you know, how we are, like I, all, whatever certifications I've gone through, like I used to list them all the time, but nobody cares. And, and to your point too, I think a lot of people think, but yeah, but it'll be easier to sell when I have this little thing. No, it's not. In fact, it's just a bigger letdown. Cause you're like, Oh gosh, now I, now I, now I have to go through all that again, but it's like, like the mindset work of it. So I love that you just, you shared that we are good enough. And I think as women, it's so easy. It goes back to just like wanting to, to be a little bit safe and wanting to make sure that we're not at risk of anybody being like, well, are you allowed to? And it's that permission that we're kind of putting out there in these different ways well, you have permission now to just go for it in whatever that looks like. And that's why, you know, we lo- we wanted to have you guys on today because it's so important to see that there you, you have to be different. You have to be outside the box. You have to be like going and doing your thing. And yes, you need, you need the strategies, the steps, the community to walk you through it, to help you embrace you when you're like, oh my gosh, what did I just like blow something up? Or did it just get really great? Like that's, that's the container that's serving you. But the most important piece of that is you. The most important piece of that is your permission to let that out. And that's, that's why, you know, I'm just so grateful that you guys are to even be in community with you and that you've come on here today to share this with everybody because it's so empowering and motivating. So. Oh, I just, I just, I love the energy in this space here. And I think it's so needed in our industry. And so again, I want to just emulate what Jenny just said. I would love, and I feel like we could be here for hours. Um, And there's so much that women can learn from you and your journeys. And I just really want to express that gratitude, but I would love to wrap up in, even if we, if you guys share, you guys are creating really big things right now. And I know a lot, you're in the weeds also just like, you're just going, you're, you're really immersing yourself in your journeys. And I love that, but I would love for you guys to just share, like, what are you most excited about this year and what is the vision for your business? And we'll, we'll end on um, that high note of, of that big vision. Not everybody at first. Okay. Jen or Megan, go ahead. I was like, we're usually all jumping on it right away. And then I'm like, (laughs) um, I feel like I'm in this really lovely season of life where it's like time to actually explode. Um, and it's been challenging for me to finally get like some really specific direction as, as, uh, you're learning Kinsey with some of the things that you're helping me fine tune. But I remember even when I started a long time ago, I was 29 when I started doing stand-up. I'd already been doing improv for a few years. I still had three more kids to have. I was not in a very healthy uh, marriage. There was a lot of challenges that I was dealing with. And I even back then, I had this vision 
of what I what I wanted to see myself doing in like a really big way with using this tool that I learned in performance and how it has been life changing for me, especially when things were hard. Um, and so I remember as I was like, OK, I can only do what I can do. And I just kept trial and error and gathering information. That's all I kept doing over the years heading towards that goal. And I knew even way back then, I was like, if I keep just doing what I can today and keeping that vision alive, I'm setting myself up for someday exploding in my forties was what I legit planned on. Cause I knew that I just was in a season of life where I couldn't do it. The path that I thought was the right way, um, in building a career like this. So, um, that's what I'm most excited about right now. There's just something magical about it because my birthday is 222 and this year is 2022. Um, and so I just have always felt that like it's, it's time to finally refine the things that I've already tried, trust myself in, um, in knowing that it works because I'm living testimony that these rules are life-changing and foundational in having a really healthy, happy, humorous, productive life. Um, so yeah, I mean, I know not everybody's at that place, but just trust the process. And when it's your season, you can feel it. And I just am really excited. I still believe I'm going to have my biggest financial year ever. And it's only going to be with doing the stuff that I love. It's not going to be in conjunction with a bank manager paycheck and these on the side. So it just, uh, you know, it's nice to see the vision coming into focus when I could see it all the way down there and knew it was going to be a really long journey to get there. But being true to the fact that I wasn't going to, I wasn't going to give up. I would die trying. That's so amazing. Thank you for sharing, Megan, that fire and that, that trust and faith and permission is so, so beautiful and moving forward and setting those big goals and hitting them and knowing, right, knowing we're going to reach up. So you either really just want to chime in with what's next for you, where you're headed. Sure, sure. I can chime in um, to kind of piggyback off of that. What I think what I am most excited about now this year is really cultivating a community. I have been I have been a member of this community of brilliant women, which has been amazing, of other communities and in this group coaching program that I've built now that it's really starting to create traction. Um, I'm really excited about building this community. And, and I want I wanted to say this because you know, for a while in my, in my group coaching program, there weren't a lot of people. And I started to doubt, like, um, you know, especially Kinsey, you're so good at, um, at talking about the benefits of like one-on-one coaching. And there was a, there was a, I was very torn for a while. Like, is this really what I want? Is a group coaching program right for me? Um, and the more and more I thought about it, the more and more I felt really committed to this, this concept of, community, almost blindly committed. But I felt like it was really for all the right reasons, especially because now that I have this niche of plant-based athletes, now that we've talked about how few and far between these individuals are, how great would it be to have a place where we could all communicate and connect? So really cultivating that community um, after debating whether or not it was even worth having is now something I'm really excited about. um, uh, on a professional level. And, and fr- from a personal level, what I'm so excited about is this idea of, um, I have this mentor who describes it so beautifully. She, she describes it as, as expanding um, inwards. 
So what I'm really most excited about doing, and I think this is something that a lot of women struggle to do, is stripping away all of the, I should be able to do this, or someone else is doing this, and um, I really want to do that. Just all the like external influences and all of the different, um, Jenny, I think you described this as like itchy sweaters that we put on to like fit in and look good in that picture and be that person that just isn't us. And it's funny because um, my background is actually in theater. Like my degree is in playwriting. It's nothing to do with, um, with athletes. It's nothing to do with nutrition. I've since been certified and all those good things, but there was a while where I thought like, okay, that was in my past. And now I'm a nutritionist. Now I'm a trainer and none of that really matters. And honestly, I have like never used my theater degree as much as I'm using it now when it comes to like making content, connecting with people, listening to what they have to say, all the amazing things that Megan has been talking about. But I had to be comfortable leaning into that part of myself that already existed and stripping away all the things that I feel like a nutrition coach or a trainer should be and just kind of like expanding inwards and having this like um, this like homecoming, if you will, of who I am and what my identity is. So I'm really excited to build this community where I'm also inviting other people to do the same thing, to, to build that self-trust and to look inward instead of like looking outward for all this validation. That's just never, never going to satisfy you as much anyway. Amazing. I love the community piece. I'm so excited to see you grow that and, and just live into that. I can, I can feel that. Watch out. If any, any vegan athletes out there, just look out for that. Amazing. A minute. Thank you. I'm learning so much. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So I'm big Jen, take it away, Jen. What's next for you? Um, this is my year. I think I think 40s are a magical time for women. I totally can identify with everything Megan and Daria are saying um, about being in the right place at the right time. Um, being that type A ex-perfectionist, I finally feel like I'm in the right place with the right leaders and the right community to give me the tools that I need to take it to the next level because I am very hard on myself. And the fact that I have not achieved the success that I had wanted for so long, I think a lot of people, you know, some people, if they knew, they would think I'm completely crazy for still doing this, but I really love what I do. And I love, I love creating because I was in a role before where I, I was creative, but with rules, I don't have any rules now, except the rules that I set. And I struggled for such a long time even my husband and I talked about it. We look at all these other women and we see, well, why are they so successful? And you're not having that success. And he would ask me that in a very genuine and loving way. And I just want to clap him over the head with a pot, you know, but I was like, I don't know. I think I'm doing all the things, but for whatever reason, it wasn't diving for me until now. But I think one of the things as a woman in my forties you, ex, you, you do grow into yourself and you find your confidence and you find your place and things that before were important to you are just not important now. And so you do get distilled down to your core essence and you can say, you know what, this is what makes me happy. This is what I'm going to go do. Here's what I need. So just go freaking do it. 
you know, and I feel like I'm there now and, and I'm, I'm the type of person I like to have things organized. I like to have a business process. I like I like flexibility. Yet at the same time, I want to know that on Mondays I do this and on Tuesdays I do this. But I never really thought that I was able successfully as an ex-operations manager for a billion dollar company <laughs> that I was able to do that for myself. And now it's all it's all coalescing together. And I feel like the beauty of this community that you ladies are putting together for us is that we are you're truly giving us the framework, the base that we need to grow, because I feel like I knew all this stuff, but I didn't know any of this stuff. And so I was building a house of cards that just kept collapsing on me and collapsing on me. It was so frustrating. And I don't feel that way anymore. And luckily, I've had some great personal growth in my in my relationships and my family with my stepkids and things. Everything just seems to be coming together. But I think that is a reflection of the thoughts and the personal development work and the people you surround yourself with and how you focus. So if anyone's in this group and they're not yet in this group, (laughs) what are you waiting for? (laughs) Because this is the place to be if you're ready for that change. And I, you know, I've never been happier with an investment and Hey, I made it back within what, two months. So totally worth it. Right. Oh my gosh. So good. I feel like I have to say, I promise we didn't pay these people, (laughs) but I just love it. You you guys truly are just a testimony of like why we do what we do. And like, I think Jenny could attest it. Like we, we, our business is growing so fast that it's become a little complicated. And we were just talking about this morning about the operational nightmares. And it's just like the part that you don't really love, but then you sit here in, you know, around this virtual table with incredible women like you. And we're like, this is why we do what we do, right? This is why we have to build out the operational backend bullshit <laughs> because this is, right? Like this is why what we do, what we do is just so incredible. So thank you for that reminder and like being able to be a part of your journeys um, is just so, it, it really, it just gives me so much life. And I just am so, so grateful for you guys and the chances you took on yourselves and of course on 10K and just really being open to what's possible for you. I'm just like so amazed by you. I'm teary when you said that. So (laughs) it's true, you guys. This is when, this is why we are here. This is our dream come true is is being in community with women like you on the Facebook group. We've got these amazing women chiming in here and, and our whole it's it's seeing you guys being you is like it's making me emotional right now. So thank you guys. Yes. Thank you all so much. So in your time. And again, I, I just hope that for the, our listeners, this is sort of the sign of like take the chance on you and really claim your claim your brilliance. Step into that boldness and stop living under those perceived limitations. Like that is what we stand for. That is the, that is what you all are, are emulating. That's what you're modeling. And I hope that that really, um, that really resonates with, with the women that are, are just, they're there, right. It's just like that decision. So thank you again for being here. And we love you so much. Um, and we'll see you, see you. We'll see you soon. Snaps. All the snaps. Bye Bye, guys. Thank you. Bye guys. Thank you. Thank you. Hey you, thank you so much for listening. It's an honor to be able to pour into the hearts and minds of like-minded entrepreneurs all over the world. But my most favorite part is being able to connect with you in real life. 
If you loved what you heard here, head over to the community where thousands of female CEOs, just like you, are changing the world one human at a time. We go deeper into the topics we discuss here and give away tangible roadmaps to help you crush your revenue goals. To join this high caliber free community, head over to kinseymackis.com forward slash community. I'll see you there.